Hey everybody, it's Will from Godwin Evan, and uh, on behalf of the show, I just wanted to take a couple minutes to talk about a friend in the wing community that sadly passed away last week. His name is uh, Grant Rosmarin, and you might have heard us talk incessantly about him on the podcast under his pseudonym, Boognish Monster. And uh, even if you're a casual Ween fan, you've seen Grant's work, whether it's the you know amazing content that filled his YouTube page, just filled with concerts and rarities, and uh, and uh, just check out the page if you haven't checked that out. Uh, or chances are you saw like a, a weird Ween meme that looked really, really professional and really, really good. Grant probably made it. He ran a whole bunch of Ween websites and Facebook groups, and he was just a person that was always there to help. Um, I never met him personally, but I spoke with him almost every single day for like the last seven months. Uh, he was a wealth of knowledge about Ween and about life. Um, if uh, I was working on a story about a song, I'd message him right away. Uh, and he'd always just fill in the gaps. He'd tell me all the stories, you know, that you can't find anywhere else. And uh, when we posted the first episode online, uh, we weren't sure if anyone was going to like the show or care about it. And there was Grant. He posted a video review of our first episode. And it was like the coolest thing that Boognish Monster uh, acknowledged our little podcast. And he helped get people listening to the show. And then after that, he immediately reached out to me and he wanted to know if he can help in any way. Like, that's a great person, a helpful person, you know, a bro, a mang. Um, then there was this one day he asked me for my address. And then three days later in my mailbox was a box of ween swag, uh, you know, pins and shirts and stickers and glasses and beer koozies and uh, we gave out uh, a whole bunch of the stuff that he sent uh, f- for contests for the show uh, on our Facebook group, and then uh, but uh, we took all the coolest stuff for ourselves. And uh, even on my my uh, bag that I carry every day is the Ween uh, Slayer uh, Boognish uh, pin that he made, which is the fucking coolest thing. Um, he designed some of the best Ween pins. Like that's just a fact. You know, the man was an artist. Um, and my favorite uh, Grant story, and this sums up uh, who he was. When we were starting the show, we didn't have any fans at all. And we had the stupid idea to make a fan pick. And we wanted to do a music video episode. And none of us wanted to take Push the Little Daisies uh, to give it to Evan. And we asked Grant if he would write up a little blurb and, you know, take... Pushed a little daisies so we could fucking, you know, play that song. And he gladly did it. And he wrote this beautiful little thing. And we got to show Evan Push Little Daisies because of Grant. He was a fan of the show. He was a friend of the show. He's mentioned in almost every single episode in some way. As a matter of fact, if you read the description for episode 11, Grant came up with the title, Evan, If You Don't. It'll be credited in the notes. I was honored when he started his Past the Bong podcast, and he was asking me for advice. He got two episodes out. Would have loved to have heard more. You know, if it wasn't for his initial enthusiasm and helping hand, I'm not sure the show would have continued. Um, just sucks that he's gone. 
um, consider donating to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And if you know someone going through rough times or if you yourself are in a bad place, reach out to your family or your friends or your community or me. Just reach out to me. We can talk. Life is hard sometimes. And for some of us, it's hard all the time. I get it. We'll miss you, Grant. In a way, this is kind of perfect that we this uh, bit is introing the 12 Golden Country Greats episode because I'm pretty sure uh, I think this was the first tour uh, that you saw Ween live on. Uh, rest in peace, man. Let's get the show started. Fuck. Co-host to be like a tri-host. Yeah, tri-host. It could be co-host. A co can be a co yeah. can be three. Um, a riveting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Paul Gutkowski. On my left is Will Nunziata. Across from me is Katie Hartman. Ooh, Katie mm. Hartman. Mm. My God. Uh, and on my right, Evan Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Evan Kaufman, public Kaufman. enemy. Number ween. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, all right, great. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, well, it's great to be back. Evan, do you have anything you want to say? Um, guys, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I had a great time the last episode. Really mm-hmm. fun. Um, I have nothing to apologize for. I feel as if everyone was medium ticked at me instead of just regular ticked at me. <laughs> um, but I think we had a nice time together and enjoyed each other's company. I have nothing to apologize for. Good. I think that's a big step for you, actually, to yeah. stop apologizing all the time. Just be you, Evan. Yeah, either genuinely or jokingly. Yeah, just suck it up and be. Well, Paul, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, we, we love you, and yeah. we welcome you back. I'm really excited to be here, just listening to that first song. I do have to say, often this podcast feels as if I am trapped in a well, uh, <laughs> and there are three serial killers looking down at me, <laughs> forcing me to listen to the music that they have written. Uh, Evan, that's a song called Fluffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a dog uh-huh. that died. And yeah. I know that you in your life have gone through many a dog. Oh no, is this where we're going? So I'm wondering if you could just <laughs> right into it, Will. fill us in on <laughs> sure. a dead dog story. So, of Evan one um, of the many. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so I have had, I believe, a grand total of seven dogs die oh. uh, on me throughout my life. Um, starting when I was a young boy, my mom got a puppy, a black lab. My, my mother also... Love her. Yeah. My mom <laughs> loves dogs. And furry buddy. Yes, to watch all our furry buddies... Um, uh, Why'd you do it? Yeah. Uh, go to heaven, as uh, most dogs go to. Although there is a dog hell. Don't let them tell you any different. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's sparse, but it's vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are dogs in there for sure. Um, yeah. No, you think those German shepherds were getting off after the Nuremberg trials? No way. <laughs> those Nazi dogs are burning in hell. Burning in hell. Um, <laughs> the only dog that was filled with German shepherds. Uh, that dog from the Omen and probably Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ren from Ren and Stimpy is in dog hell. A good episode title, if I ever heard one. Um, yes. Uh, uh, so I've just had a bunch of dogs die. Um, uh, one was shot by a farmer near my home. Um, what are you doing? The police came to my door. Uh, I was 11 years old. They said, uh, have you seen your dog? I said, no. They said, uh, that's because it was shot. <laughs> Um, I had a dog die once. My fa- were everyone you wearing my- like a blue baseball cap at the time? <laughs> were you dressed exactly how you were? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wearing a sailor suit and <laughs> licking a lollipop. Have you um, seen your dog? No, sir. Yeah, that's because it's dead. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, uh, I. Why'd the farmer shoot it? Um, because my dog was chasing his sheep. Hmm. Um, Seems fair. Uh, I mean, uh, the law thought so, yes. Um, I had a dog die on me. I worked at a local general store and would have to get up at like 5.30 in the morning on Sundays. And my parents took my brother for a college visit, so it was just me. And I woke up in the morning and the dog was just dead in the... (gasps) On you? You keep saying these dogs died on you. Right on top of you. Yeah, on top of me. Dead dogs. You know, the weight of a soul is heavy. Um, The death rattle on your chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, he was in the living room. I came out. I pulled him onto the porch because I didn't know what to do uh, and then went to work where I cried at work. On the porch. Yeah. <laughs> eventually um, eventually my boss was like, you have to go. Uh, I'm like, why? You're weeping into the yeah. open oat barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's like you cried in all the coffee you made uh, for everyone. So I went home. I covered him with a blanket and I had to call my mom and be like, hey, the dog died. I don't know what I did. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I did. You didn't do anything. Exactly. I couldn't save him. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's been a lot of dogs that died. So that's two. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have to go through all <laughs> yeah, of them. That's not... we, can save, we can save the stories yeah. first. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Guys, I'm so sorry. This isn't what I thought this podcast was going to be. <laughs> it's actually the perfect uh, story to open us yes. uh, oh. to this themed episode, Evan. Oh. Episode 12. Yes. Golden Country Great. Oh, no. The country record. Mm-hmm. Oh. We have yet to do a single song in 11 episodes from this record. 12 country And now we're getting greats. all golden country great I records. will say, so the I'm, I'm holding the album art. I really like this album art. It mm-hmm. reminds me of, if you can go on YouTube and see this video of these guys in cowboy hats who are screaming. Have you seen this? It's part of a song. Uh, part of a larger like uh, disco song, but it's just these guys in cowboy hats going. What is it from? I'll put it in the Facebook page. Um, it. Uh, I'm know. sure that there are a lot of YouTube videos of people in cowboy hats screaming. No, but this is a very specific, and it looks like the guy on the cover of this. Uh, that album art, uh, painted by a Chuck Dehan. Uh, if you go to his website, ChuckDehan.com, uh, Chuck Dehan, painter of horses. <laughs> uh, based off the style of Frederick Remington paintings. Mm. Mm. Don't you wish you had a simple byline like that? Yeah, painter of horses. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, Evan Kaufman, crusher of souls. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. Good business cards for sure. <laughs> painter of horses is a killer business it card. It really is. Speaking of killer, Evan Kaufman, 
Killer of Dogs. Uh, I was gonna say, it, Katie. And I'm I so did. sorry. I hate wow. that so much. I'm so sad when pets die. It yeah, makes me so sad. Yeah, it was hilarious to watch uh, uh, Paul and Will's uh, uh, hungry looks as I told them the dog stories, and Katie's over here like, "Oh my god, I'm so sad." And then. At two? Oh, uh, man, you you set it up. I had to dunk it. <laughs> you understand? He's got to get dunked on. I was talking to someone at uh, Red Rocks about you, just about, like, and I, and I forget how it even came up. that like sure you, you had, were drunk as hell, saddled up to the bar, talking about an old relationship you had. <laughs> with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling people nice how we, because well, episode 10 hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So people didn't know uh, what a mess you made of it. And uh, <laughs> and so. Shit everywhere. Yeah. And I was trying, I was telling them, I was, the spo- I was giving spoiler alerts all over town. Like, yeah, I haven't ruined it. The show's over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And but somehow like your their history with dogs came up and I I really like, I don't know how and I don't even know much about it but someone was like how have you not played Fluffy yet and I was like oh my god that's like such a horrific thing to do to him um, and then I played it because it's on the country record I didn't know that Will this was you know I'm not throw, I'm throwing Nunziata yeah <laughs> that <the> was <laughs> could just go so that song's about a dead dog you had some dead dogs right <laughs> you have a, you have an intense traumatic history with dead dogs I right Evan forced, forced that <laughs> softball yeah. yeah true story on my first date with my wife um, she loves dogs and had a family dog for like 16 and years you killed it I killed it <laughs> um, and uh, she was like, I love dogs. And I was like, oh, let me tell you some stories. And told her like seven of these stories. And she was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, but somehow we managed to salvage the relationship. Mm. Nashville. Yeah. Yes. Uh, A home great of country. show. <laughs> home of country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legendary uh, Barnyard uh, is where this album was recorded. Oh, couldn't where quite, so uh, many uh, amazing country records were recorded throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Has Ween played the Grand Old Opry? I do not know. No. I don't Isn't think so. Isn't there like so. a rumor going around? Didn't you start that rumor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gossip monger Nunziata. Uh, they the might be coming around to Nashville. It might have been announced by the time this drops. What mm. is the most famous um, venue they've played? Is it Red Rocks, you think? It's a pretty legendary one. Uh, like, when's Ween's Carnegie Hall show? Um, uh, no time soon. Yeah, I don't know if it's the right <laughs> space for it. Yeah. Uh, for a fucked jam? Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice to hear the acoustics on a fucked jam. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, let's get uh, our intern, Austin Matuka. <laughs> yeah, the only intern that lived. The <laughs> yeah. intern that lived. The Ooh. intern that lived. Harry Potter. Um, so, Nashville, home of country music. Yes. Uh, best studio musicians are in, based in Nashville. And they've played on all these records in the 50s, uh, 60s, and 70s. Uh, and then in the 80s and 90s, they're getting old. And who comes to town? Ween comes to town. Gina and Diener? They came uh-huh. to Nashville in 1996, and they said, I want the best that you got. And they got the best. But the oldest. <laughs> they're, they're very old. <laughs> and But these are it, musicians aged like fine wine. They said, yeah. give me Buddy Blackman. Give yeah. me Charlie McCoy. Sure. Give me the best. Give me Cornbread Johnson. Exactly. Give me old uh, Ass Chaps uh, Stimson. Give me the Jordanaires. Oh, Michael Jordan's Give me band? A- <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got them. Ben Vaughn, the producer, uh, put it all together. And the uh, studio musicians play almost every note of music that you hear. Oh, so it's going to sound good. Would you believe they got Hargis? Pig Robbins on this track. <laughs> they got pig. They got piggy. Incredible. Uh-huh. 
uh, Buddy Speicher. Did you say that? Bobby Eamons, Gary Nicholson, Rodney Crowell. Uh, uh, those might not be people actually that performed them. Um, <laughs> this is naming names. I'm just naming names. Katie, you name some. Uh, uh, Corny Pan Pan. McDonald John Storm. John Storm? Yeah. Shot. Shot Makuki. Oh, love Shot Makuki's early stuff. Um, I will say that when I went to the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville, which I would recommend anyone finds themselves Humbleberg uh, in Nashville, I was walking around. They have a, a section dedicated to all these studio guys, mm. all like, these legendary studio guys. And I think it was Charlie Charlie McCoy. I was looking at his. Each guy's got his own little kind of wall. Yeah. And I was looking at his, and it's like. He played on Harvest Moon. He played on like Willie Nel- a bunch of Willie Nelson records. Bob Dylan records. All these records, and then it says Ween. Twelve wow. Golden Country Greats. I feel like in the seventies, rock stars flooded into Nashville to record an album at Bradley's Barn in Nashville, and all these studio musicians played on all these records. And then Ween. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and the result is uh, that's got to be like uh, a tough, a tough thing. You've done. You're a legend. You've done all this stuff, and then right before you die, a bunch of goofballs show up, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, to you, to us, you are a joke. Work is work. Yeah, work yeah. is work. That's and, good. And, and hold off on that opinion of things being a joke until you actually listen to the songs. Okay. Well, I know. just heard a song about a dead dog. So well, that's I, country music. <laughs> things die, and you got to deal with it. Yeah. Why does it sound like Buffalo Bill singing it? <laughs> because I, I, he did sing it. I, I, <laughs> They brought him in. I hate that Buffalo Bill voice. <laughs> you love it when you're sitting at the bottom of the well. <laughs> looking for help. Irvin. <laughs> uh, the album is called uh, 12 Golden Country Greats. Yes. There are only 10 tracks on the record. Hilarious. The album clocks in a little over 30 seconds, uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, I almost, yeah, yeah. My eyes just lit up. I was yeah. like, I get getting... to go home early? Yeah. Your album is just Old Man Thunder. Yeah. Ooh, I like Twice. Old Man Thunder. Yeah, you gave that a five book now. Yeah, that's one of my faves. Yeah. Uh, the joke after the fact was that the album title is 12 Golden Country Greats because it's referring to all the country musicians that played on the record, not the songs. Got you. Yeah, here he is, Hargus Pig Robbins on mm-hmm. piano. I told you they got Piggy. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. So let's, should we get into the music? Let's just get right yeah. into it. Um, great. Should we go? It's the first track. Yeah, I think we should just let's jump go, in. We're going to go with... Uh, so my pick. Yeah. This is Katie's pick. My right? pick. The mm-hmm. album opener. And if you don't like it, I kill you. Somebody find picking and singing. (laughs) Or just picking so far. (laughs) I'm flying, flying in a frame of my mind that time cannot erase. I'm seeing. The future, the past, as I live the present to waste. I'm stolen, stolen, all these feelings I have. And plug him on. And I'm holding something more precious than. Ooh, get it. Oh, baby. Oh, I never knew you could sing like that. Yeah. Well. 
When I feel it, man, I feel it. God damn. You should do musical improv. <laughs> yeah, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't that record. What, isn't I, that what Evan does? Yeah. Yes. Yes, does. yes, yes, yes. Uh, deep down, this is not my favorite Ween record. No. Mm. I very rarely am like, let me get into the country greats. Yeah. There are great songs on it, but this is a full, legit, straightforward country wow. record. Yeah, which I am also not into. I do not listen to country music unless it's on the Quentin Tarantino like, yeah. uh, soundtrack, which um, now is problematic. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I when I do go back and like listen to it, it's, it's nice. It's, I, I really do like it. I love this song. Yeah. It's sweet. It's also weird. And um, I, I, I love their twist on country. I love this kind of country. I listen to a lot of like Tom T. Hall and like you know like Waylon Jennings and uh, and this shit fits right into it. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like the the mus- musicianship on this is uh, impeccable. Spectacular. And uh, I mean yeah, I mean if you there's these guys are sixty and seventy years old, been doing it their whole life, and yeah. they're just I mean it's gorgeous. Yeah, and it's not a great coming through the speakers again. Yeah, yeah that's the that hi-fi. And you go like in. Uh, when we were in Nashville, I played this record. We were driving around with my in-laws, Arnie and Sue Gilman, and they were like loving it. Uh, but I, I like, and they also like. I listen to a lot of like modern, not like radio, country. I hate that shit. But like Silver Jews, Smog, Bill Callahan, right. like all this shit. We can put some up on the uh, yeah, yeah. on the playlist. Silver Jews are great. Yeah, I love the Silver Jews, and that's like country Is that music. Country? Yeah, that's country. That's like I've all, never heard them. Alternative. It's like alt uh, country, yeah. I'd say. Um, Friday Night Fever is just a straight. Could be on this record mm. by Silver Jews. Um, so yeah, what? Well, so Katie, I'm holding you. Let's talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a sweet love song that has some little fucked up moments in it. I think, yeah. which is kind of you know the best kind of love. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, just me. I also I love <laughs> I'm that. I'm along. <laughs> I love that um, the the you know going into the or stuff. It's like it's a little bit unsyncopated. Do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. has like a weird. The cadence is a little bit off, which I really like because it always sort of surprises me, even if I've listened to it a bunch of times. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that weird? Like, like fumes of the grid that rid my lobe of oxygen. Yeah. yeah. Um, Classic country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like tripping and... Driving and squealing. Will, you just keep saying it? Uh, yeah, for real, though. Is this just going to be when we find out that we should just have Will be singing the whole yeah. entire time? Um, I, I like it. I mean, I like, you know, other songs on this album, but I think this is also a good uh, opening track. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, cool. Very cool. Cool. I have, um, we're using my uh, Spotify, and on this record, I have one song checked as like a saved song. Oh. It's not the song that I'm going to play later. Uh, it's Pretty Girl, uh, which is the song I guess I felt the need to save into my songs. From uh, I gotta say, it was tough to pick one song yeah. off this record. I kept battling uh, between several songs to, uh, to pick the one I want. And I'm still not happy with my choice. And to be fair, like, well, it's you... Not, it's not yet made, Will. Uh, I know, I could... I, I could and you, you proposed this um, themed episode months ago, and we chose, we, like, chose, and then, like, things uh, went this back This was going forth. to be the Sarah Peel episode. Yes. 
then, then we, the baby was born. And then we held it for episode 12 because it's perfect. It's perfect. Yes. Hey, welcome back. Hi, y'all. Hi. Hi, you dusty dog. What do you think that song's called, Evan? That song is called Holding You. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, a super enjoyable listen. Here's a question for sure. you guys. Yeah. What is your? How do you guys feel about country music? Where 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 do your affiliations lie? Who are the people who you like? Well, yeah. We just we just you have to just re-listen to the episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just went through it. Okay. I mean, for me, I like classic country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really get a, get much further from like old Johnny Cash records. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, you like mm-hmm. Dolly. Uh, I like Dolly just fine. I, mm-hmm. You know, I have you know six Dolly Parton songs. Yeah, I have a couple yeah. Conway Twitty songs. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to country music. You know how many Dolly Parton songs I have? How many? About nine to five. <laughs> I hate you. All right. uh, no lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no lead. <laughs> well, those are two of the worst Dolly Parton best puns I've ever heard. Um, I uh, I really love Towns Van Sant mm. is a guy who yeah. I, I love and like that was the first person I ever heard where I was like oh country music Poncho and Lefty yeah country music is more than just like getting my girl and going to the cooler <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a Dolly Parton song yeah 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 uh, pack that's nine if you're singing nine to five <laughs> I don't believe I am no. rise and shine and try to come to life <laughs> try and come where to life oh. um, on life come, come, come all on over life. life's face that's right. Um, but Towns Van Sant was one of the people who I was like, oh, country music is can be um, like not like one. It's like devastatingly sad. Mm-hmm. Like good country music is yeah. super sad, which is cool. Um, I like this song a lot. It had some like ween touches in there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what is going on with this lobe thing? Yeah, <laughs> scope in the lobe. Yeah. sure. Lisa in the lobe. What is happening? <laughs> Uh, Why are they so obsessed it's, it's with the It's an important lobe? part. I think it's an uh, it's it's a underexplored <laughs> part of the human anatomy, especially in music. Who else sings about the lobe? You ever have someone nibble on your earlobe? Um, yeah, Grandma, a couple times. Oh, <laughs> it's the best. Baby. You get your little shivers so up come your spine. Come sit on my lap. Um, you ever cook a jam? Come sit on your grandma's lap. <laughs> come check on my lobe. Uh, this is, is yeah. uh, one of two songs on the record that prominently feature... Uh, the pop vocals, pop vocals, not pop vocals, mm. the vocals of the Jordanaires. Mm. Yes. They were Elvis's backing vocalists. Oh, yeah. When Elvis was on, um, oh, the hell's the show? Ed, Hawaii? Ed, uh, Sullivan. Sullivan. Uh-huh. And they had to, like, keep the camera above his waist because mm-hmm. the, the people couldn't handle it. Yeah, the Jordanaires were down there sucking his dick. The Jordanaires are the three faces behind Elvis. Cool. Like, they provided all the vocals, and they were all over that track. Yeah, man. And also the track Powder Blue. Um, I I mean, just the sound of this is really great. And so, did Diener play the solo on this? Uh, Diener did not. He only played guitar on, I think, Scrape Mucus, the solo on Scrape Mucus. Oh, my brain. Cool. I think that yeah. was the only time he touched the guitar. Speaking of the scraping the mucus off uh, the brain, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention... That Godwin Evan is a member of the Osiris Podcast. Nice. Flawless transition. And it's a great network of podcasts, music, culture. Uh, They got all types of shit on there. We love being a part of it. So uh, go to Osiris Podcast uh, or OsirisPod.com. 
uh, to check it all out. What just happened to you? I like uh, I forget to do this, yeah. <laughs> and then it's I like have yeah. stroke when you had to mention the internet. I think yeah. you might be a, uh, a host. Dean only plays guitar on the lead solo of "I Don't Want to Leave You on the Farm." Interesting. Mm. That's so the only is, time. This is an interesting question, that, but they did write these songs. Correct. Interesting yeah. for whom? Um, okay. For me, this. I mean, speaking of the Argus, is the Argus not the one that features the the paradox about the ship? Which is if you rebuild the ship from all new parts, is it still the same ship? Uh, Are you no, familiar with this? I know that paradox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this I know to me with an axe. Yeah, this to yeah. me feels like a similar paradox. Which is if you if they wrote the music but they don't play any of it, is it like really a Ween record or is it like well, a record by these guys? If you like strip away, like I see no, what you're studio musicians come in all the time to different. Yeah, of and course. And it's still a Beyonce album, even if there's like a bunch of different uh, writers and. Yeah, but it's just an interesting. Cho- but uh, this is Jeaner uh, singing. singing, and Jeaner yeah, okay. sings uh, on the album, and I think he plays guitar. He yeah, just doesn't yeah. play. No, like, he doesn't play any guitar. Yeah, and that was the producer's thing. He's like, I'm going to work you guys like musicians. You know, you're doing all the vocals. The the studio musicians were there during the day, and then. Dean or Gina would record their vocals after those guys wow. left. Wow. They were 10 to that 4 p.m. Yeah, you this was right. the only yeah. record that was done like Very this. interesting, yeah. Um, <coughs> that's just a fun, I think, just conceptually is a really interesting kind of, you know what it feels like? Almost like a David Byrne kind of thing. Mm. Like David Byrne, I feel like, knows his musical limits and so will bring in like other people to like play things and do stuff. And it's interesting because it's like you're almost more of a tastemaker than you are. It happens you know. all the time. Well, yeah. Like, Ringo didn't play the drums on all them Beatles songs. Drums? They no. bring in other studio musicians to fill in parts. Yeah. I just learned sure. uh, that guy, uh, Matthew Sweeney, who's in the video that we talked about where, with Diener mm-hmm. in the shack where they're talking about guitar, yeah. he, like, became... He's on that, that soup... Because there's uh, some... Uh, there's been some press around Superwolf, that album, because it just got finally got on streaming services. Mm-hmm. So, like, GQ just did an interview with them. And that he... After that, became like a really hot studio musician and played on Adele's Twenty One. Oh, cool! So people carve out and you know it's oh, a yeah. career. Dude. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm familiar with the concept of studio musicians. Are you? Uh, it seems like you're. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the other thing I liked about this song is the chorus is kind of fun. That like little pump fake juke uh, with the uh, holding you like fine ore, right? Mm-hmm. The fine ore. Baby. Baby, and then uh, I'm holding you. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Great. It's cool. Liked it. Cool. Let's uh, let's move on. Should we go? What do you want to do here, Nunziata? We'll do uh, the. Let's show them another side of the album. Do the fan pick. Oh, uh, great! Uh, I'm going to read this to the best of my ability. Uh, Hopefully, there's no websites in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dot. Uh, oh. uh, all right. Uh, this is from Brandon Hale. Uh, he posted this message on the Facebook group. Is That's he the guy uh, who started those uh, soup restaurants? Uh, anyway, okay. Halo parties? Yeah. Uh, also, um, if you want to contribute and uh, offer up a fan pick, join our Facebook group, Godween Evan. Go, go do it. Yeah. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Do There's it some great now. photoshops on there of me reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a rough one. <laughs> that, was, that one crossed the line. Yeah, Let's yeah. cross the line. Uh, <laughs> uh, give Evan. This is in the words of Brandon Hale of Hale and Hardy. Soup. Are you going to do a um, uh, an imitation of him? Give Evan some dinner. <laughs> I'm recommending this song to be played for a special damaged little boy. Uh, <laughs> Is that me? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. the damaged little boy. Yeah, I added the little. He <laughs> just said damaged boy. Um, what's more brown than a middle finger country banger about piss and turds? 
Out of the 10-plus Ween tracks with Diener on vocals, this song is a studio and live career highlight that embodies the essence of the mighty Bugnish and tips the hat to Diener as an equally adept frontman. Mm. I'll read that for now. There's more. We'll save that for later. Wow. Uh, That's quite a description. That That's nice. very evocative. Yeah. And this is also the song that David Duchovny and Taya Leone Got divorced too. Fucking made sweet love too. This is this is the song that brought them together as a couple. Really so feel that. Yeah, I want you to think about that as you're. I'll like, think about. And, and to be fair, Duchovny um, has fallen in love and made love to almost every song <laughs> yeah. in the world. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah. There's not a track Duchovny hasn't fucked. <laughs> We gotta check out his fuck playlist. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's the gold disc they launched into space, right? Favorite song off this record for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, why was that, Evan? <clears throat> I uh, told you, Evan. I'm by the way, I'm fucking totally starting to fade. The, uh, what are you the, talking the about? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, taking, I'm like, is it possible to OD, OD on CBD oil? <laughs> uh, so Paul had hand surgery, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been taking pain medicine throughout the recording of the episode. Yes, and it's all catching up. Uh huh. Yeah, there, there goes his eyes. <laughs> And of course, we give Paul the computers to make it pay yeah, all the buttons. I gotta type with one hand. I'm making him read the fan picture. Yeah. She has it's to so like long, hold Brandon his Hale. bandaged hand up so his fingers are white because there's no blood in him yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because you just like have to hold it upright. Look at that little knockworks, too. It doesn't look like the swelling's going down. No, it's real sad. Yeah. It'll get there. Poor Don't worry. Hands. My surgeon signed my finger so he knew which one to do, which made me nervous. Yeah. I, I, towards the end of my surgery, the. The nerd, like the phone system died. They were like calling someone to come pick me up and take me to recovery. And the phones of all of Mount Sinai, uh, great hospital, big plug, <laughs> all of the phone systems Bad died. Phone system. And the nurse who was helping out with the surgery goes, This place is like a third world country sometimes. I was like, I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Oh, sorry, forgot. I was like, It's cool. And it's nothing like a third world country. <laughs> no. At one point, I asked the anesthesiologist if he does parties. <laughs> I was like, Hey, man. You do parties? What did he say? He was like, uh, what? And That's I was like, so funny. you like party. Uh, party, party. Because like, your space. mouth is all yeah, mushy. Like, hey, party, party, <laughs> party, party, party. Uh, piss up a rope? <laughs> yeah. Do you piss up a rope? Um, yeah. Paul, what do you think of this song? Um, I peed during it at Red Rocks, but not because of, partial, actually, totally because of how I feel about it. <laughs> Is that a getaway? Uh, yeah, I, no, I just like if, if it's a, for me, it's a break during the uh, a live concert. But I think it's a fine. Mm. I think it's uh, so. I think like my pick, which we'll get to, it was a song that I liked a lot when I was a little bit younger. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. now I would prefer some of them, like I'm holding you, mm-hmm. or uh, you would like I would the more like heartfelt tearjerker tracks. 
Uh, I enjoy it than the kind of uh, the kind of funny tracks. Yeah, it's so. kind of you, you grow up. Yeah, the band grows up, and uh, we grow up with the band. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you said that right. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Will you, just, will you just sing to me? <laughs> oh, no, don't. You'll fall asleep, Piss Paul. Piss the road, but feel that pissy dribble. Yeah. Um, Katie, what do you think? I mean, I, I feel the same way Paul does. Like, it's fun. Like, I, you know, it is fun. Um, it is not my first, it's not my go-to. Right. Um, although, I, that being said, I have thought about bringing it in um, for, to make Evan listen to I mean, before is, today. Can you imagine hearing the song for the first time in your 30s? <laughs> There's I, Evan. Yeah, I mean he's nodding along. Yeah, because it. I mean, it's you can you can groove to it. It's it's uh it's a country song, you know. And then uh I don't know. It's got the fun like break at the like and you can, bang, yeah. come back in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's fun. That what a fun time we're having, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I just apologize to everyone. <laughs> Straight up honky tonk. What's up, Evan? Welcome back. Oh, lay down the sawdust and get my boots on. I'm about to piss up a rope. <laughs> mm. That sounds what cool. What is pissing up a rope? What does that mean? A futile task. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. It's an exercise in futility. Um, yeah. Why, why would you do such a thing? Pissing on a rope or up a rope? Up a rope. Why don't you get out of here and go piss up a rope? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just a favorite. phrase. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently it was a phrase that uh, Diener's dad said a lot. Mm. Jim <laughs> growing up, so he wrote a whole big song about it. Yeah, yeah. this is quite a song. Um, uh, I feel like this gives me insight, I feel like, into... Like, how old was everyone here when they heard this song? Teens. We were just yeah. talking about that. I was in yeah. my 20s. I feel like if I heard this song when I was like 16 years old, I'd be like, fuck... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you were your company in your 30s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that if is, you were Stupp and Leone. Yeah, that's <laughs> very strange. This, would, this should have been a huge red flag to tell Leone to get out of there. She introduced it to him. Wow, that yeah. should have been a huge red flag. <laughs> right, right after she introduced her forefinger to his asshole. Wow. Um, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some X-Files for you. The truth is out there. The truth is in there. Yeah. The truth is in here, Scully. No, I'm into it. Um, I like a, a lot of these lyrics are very evocative and I enjoyed them mm-hmm. uh, there's something about insults my folks is really funny uh, yeah. the whole ball washing run is like great I was like oh going back to the balls okay <laughs> yeah. um, um, this has an excellent light bright solo in the middle uh, or what is that instrument what are they playing that, that might have been the steel guitar is I that think. what that is? It sounds like someone's like like melting a Teddy Ruxpin or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a screeching uh, Demon soul. possessed violin. Is what, uh, oh. So should we read the rest of what yeah, Brain Hell? That thing that um, the guy in uh, uh, Dave Douglas. Matthews plays? Uh, Boyd Tinsley? <laughs> yeah, is that his name? I know, I know a lady who once fucked Boyd Tinsley. Oh. And it was that, and, and she also introduced her forefinger. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. This song is Ween... This is Brandon Hale. Uh, This song is Ween at their genre parodying best, delivering a classic country foot stomper with Waylon Jennings guitar riffs, dusty steel pedal licks, and harmonica. The payout of the jam is a delightfully distorted Dean Ween guitar solo that sounds like it's sped up and screeching through a demon-possessed violin. 
This is trademark Dean or guitar work. Wait, didn't we just learn that he didn't play guitar? <laughs> he, he did not. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, bad news, Hale. <laughs> um, taking the Katie approach and hoping Evan appreciates this comedic value here, but I could uh, I can't read anymore. Do you want me to finish yeah. it for you? Yeah. What's um, going on with Paul? Paul is uh, he's the meds. The meds have kicked in. Yeah, for real. Wait, where, where did you? Sweating. Okay. I'm so Take, hungry. Oh, baby, eat more squares. Uh, we're just eating cereal at Paul's house. Taking the Katie approach and hoping Evan appreciates the comedic value here, but I could also see him shrinking into his prude human turtle shell when he hears Diener <laughs> singing about big booty bitches and washing his balls in the chorus. Rolling the dice. For cool. some reason. Thank you. That was so much better. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, washing balls didn't disturb me, but I did have a Me Too movement moment with the um, fucking the... the getting down on your knees, big booty bitch, and suck it. But then we learned all the information up top, which is this woman deserves it. <laughs> uh, very Whoa. mean to his folks. Uh, this is a... Takes a, all his smokes. A Dean Ween quote. I've written some pretty rotten songs about my wife that she had to deal with. Damn. Sometimes when she comes to see us, she gets a little pissed off at Piss Up a Rope or they're, whatever. They're still sure. together? No, they're still together. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I, this song is very funny. I liked it a lot. This song actually reminds me, one time I drove across the country once, and I was in a, a gas station in middle America, and this song came on, and I was like, you know, kind of like not listening, but mm-hmm. listening, and it was this song that was like um, a country song, and uh, it started with like, you know, she said she was leaving, like very sad, sad song, uh, and he was like, um, basically the song is about if you don't stop fishing, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> and I was like, that's a weird song. It's a real song. And then the chorus kicks in at one point. So he's, he, this guy says all these things. Like, she said, she was leaving home today if I didn't stop going fishing. Huge pause in this song. I'm going to miss her. <laughs> right on. What is this? What, what song is You know this? what that is? That's the salt life, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's the salt life. Uh, that's a song by Brad Paisley, uh, which I looked up later. is like very super popular. But yeah. like driving across the country by yourself in like a fever dream. I was like, what the fuck is happening? This is real music? Everybody else hearing this? Looking around. But you, I mean, you thought the song was funny, so Brandon Hale was correct. Yeah, you did. Like, he did a good, good, good thing. Yeah, and you do have a turtle shell. Yeah. Hail to the chief. I have scoliosis. Uh, (laughs) My pale, turdy turtle shell. Um, yeah, I, I really like this song a lot. It's very funny. I, I, to be honest, this as a concept, like, so far, I was reticent about, but... Uh, so far, it's been great. Would you say there is some mighty fine picking and a singing? I'd say there's some mighty fine picking and a singing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this song, this album, when it came out, a lot of mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people really loved uh, the attempt, and some people did not. Uh, EW, Entertainment Weekly, gave it a terrible, uh, terrible review. Could we read some of that? Uh, i got to see if I can find it. Yeah, um, yeah but it... Uh, those well, guys why don't you queue up yourself? Those guys are fascists, though, right? EW? Yeah. Entertainment Weekly? Yeah. Yes. For <laughs> uh, Ethan Smith of Entertainment Weekly railed at the album, describing the entire album as having songs notable more for homophobia, misogyny, and racism. Oh, you mean country for, music? Than for anything funny. Um, Woo! Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, and I think... Uh, I mean, this song features a little bit of misogyny, for sure. But yeah, as, I, as I said previously, I think this she next took one might smokes. feature some racism. Oh, yeah. excited. <laughs> okay. <This is> great. <laughs> uh, here's Paul's fan. The racist. Oh. <laughs> great. Like a blizzard in Georgia Or a train when it's late I call out your neighbor In the heat of the night And nobody answers Alright Cause nothing ain't oh, right Plug him in! Oh boy Paul, you're doing great, buddy. Paul, you're doing this all one-handed. Uh, I really felt good during the last episode. I think it's this episode. <laughs> the wheels have come off. That's okay. Um, That's okay. We'll make it through. All right. I mean, I've been, I've personally been dreading this episode. When it got delayed the first time, I was like, all right, good. So give me some more time to think about it. Yeah. Oh, no, I just meant in terms of my, uh, perf- not the music, just my own performance. Well, yeah, I was just trying to support you. Thanks, Will. <laughs> we, I just want you to sing more. So, Paul, this song. Why Japanese Cowboy, much like uh, Piss Up a Rope, uh, this is the song that I first enjoyed on this uh, record, like the first song that I really uh, cared about and would come back to. Um, it's very much not that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like it. I still think it's a good song. Um, but because I had this history with it, I decided to go with Japanese Cowboy. Uh, and I think that Evan will think it's because I think Evan has a, a, a the comedic sensibilities of a twelve-year-old, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think he'll enjoy it. Uh, it is a funny song. Is it racist? Let's, let's uh, make I don't, that the conversation. I don't think so. I don't uh, think it is. I like the idea. I mean, like a Japanese cowboy. Sure, it's just a Japanese cowboy. It's just so it's things that don't. You don't see a yeah. lot of, right? I think a brother on skates may be racist. Yeah. I, I think that's like a stereotype, right? I mean, it's a weird, I don't, never heard that before. Well, that you just don't see a lot of, which is, which, is, which is actually not true. Not right? true. Yeah, just look at the to, 70s. Right. Uh, or look, go to Central Park today, and right. you can see all types of people uh, dancing on roller skates. Yeah, Still. very well. Oh, I love that shit. It's amazing. Um, so I think it's just an uninformed, uh, mm. like, I think that analogy. Oh, you mean country music? Yeah. JK, JK, don't, don't hate me. <laughs> right. Um, the blizzard in Georgia, you mm-hmm. don't get, it's rare. Yeah. All these yeah. things exist. There are Japanese cowboys. There are black people on roller skates. Mm-hmm. There are blizzards in Georgia, but they are very few and far between, I think, is the idea. Um, and, uh, just let, you know, call out your name, girl, in the heat of the night, but nobody answers. Because why aren't you, sing, aren't you singing it? Well? Yeah, yeah, oh, well, why aren't you singing it? That's okay. Well, keep going. <laughs> uh, so, should we talk about the... Will you talk about the chariots of fire? Or should we wait for him to come back for that? Well, I mean, it'd be amazing if he hears Okay, that. great. We can ask him if he hears another song inside. Yeah. All right, spoiler alert. Uh, the uh, Evangelist, I think that's mm-hmm. how he sings it. Yeah. Uh, owns the publishing to this song. The composer of Chariots of Fire. Amazing. Because it sounds exactly like Chariots of Fire. I mean, it completely does. Yeah, it's unreal. I actually forgot all... I think I knew this at one point, but then Will and I were talking, and I listened to Chariots of Fire this morning, and I was like, this is... I was just singing Japanese Cowboy to it. Yeah. So it slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so. F- I love. I love that. That's like a little. I mean, like, could you call it an Easter egg? It's just right. It's pretty blatant. Uh, well, yeah. then, I, it is. But like again, I don't listen to this song that often. But I just heard it at Red Rocks, and like I didn't hear Chariots of Fire mm. at all. And they used to like play it live. They used to like 
play chariot. They go into chariot to fire. Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Uh oh. Okay. Something. Okay. Ain't Welcome right. back. Yeah. yeah. What do you think that song's called, Evan? Japanese Cowboy. Okay. Nailed it. Good job. Did we say that before? I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, this one's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel as if now, listening to a couple of them, there's like some repetition going on there mm. a little bit. So I can see potentially, you know, it's like, I wonder if you, and maybe there are a couple of curveballs or anything on here. Because like this one is kind of similar to um, the first one we listened to a little sure. bit. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It's pleasant. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you hear any other, uh, an homage perhaps, or did you hear, or just a straight uh, rip off of any other songs in that? I didn't recognize any. Okay. Is there? Um, uh, when they play this song live now, yeah. uh, and on the version of this song on Painting the Town Brown, the live record, uh, they interplay it with Chariots of Fire. Oh, uh, interesting. And melodically, the songs are super similar. Right. So similar, in fact, dun, 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 that Evangelis uh, mm. owns the rights to this song. Interesting. Evangelis so, is the person who wrote Chariots of Fire? Correct. Gotcha. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone uh, did an interview with uh, Gene Ween, and uh, Trey asked, do you want to talk about what happened on Japanese Cowboy? Uh, and Gene said, we had to give the publishing rights of that song to Vangelis. We realized one day the whole melody sounds like Chariots of Fire. So we went on tour and we tagged Chariots of Fire. At the end of it, we had to clear that part of it and send it to him. And he went like, wait a second, this is a fucking ripoff. He owns the <laughs> publishing for the actual studio recording too. So now he owns the first version, uh, and that's uh, almost worth it. Then Gene said, it's actually worth it uh, for me because he gets his royalty statement every month, and it says Japanese cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Definitely a fun one. Um, is this the the racist one? Well, that's what we were talking about. So, like, uh, the idea is like he's mentioning rare things in the world, yes. like a Japanese cowboy or a brother, uh, on a skates. brother on skates. We're actually, you could find a lot of black people roller skating, uh, or you know, in Central Park or ice, other places. Ice dancing. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe there's ice skates. Oh yeah. I think, I it, I think it's probably ice skates. Oh, that just explains everything. That just, you know. Okay, great. Mine. Uh, yeah, and then a blizzard in Georgia. Course, you don't get yes. a lot of I guess I, yeah. when I think about skating, ice skating is not the first thing that comes to my mind, but maybe it's the Southern California person in me. Yeah, yeah, I always thought about roller skates. Yeah. Yeah, I instantly thought about uh, ice skating because, like you said, it's like rare things. Right. right. And like traditionally, uh, African American people uh, do less ice skating. Than people in Connecticut who are all white? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. No. Um, Japanese cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Good. So I'm going back and forth. Now that we're talking about the uh, the, the quote-unquote uh, racist or, or, or uh, misogynist or problematic uh-huh. songs, I kind of want to play Mr. Richard Smoker. Like, why not just dive oh, right yeah. in? Well, you should go with your gut, man. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing that song. Great. What were you going to do before? I was going to play uh, You Were the Fool. Oh, okay. Uh, which is I a think, great song. Yeah, let's do. I like it. I like your. Why I like your instincts right, right now. <laughs> it's, uh, Mr. Richard Smoker. That's the name of the song. Spoiler alert. Okay. I've said spoiler alert twenty times this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's okay. That makes up for um, all of Paul's. Energy. I'm not gonna. Re- <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna remember any of this, <laughs> and I'm also never gonna listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Smoker, you're a poopy poker, Chardonnay and cocaine in the spot, 
and turn it up. <laughs> you know what? This is also when I, when I, um, wait, did I, many episodes ago, I did, uh, shaking your, uh, dick in the wind, right? You Waving your dick in the yeah. wind, right? I, I think when I was going back and forth, it was between this one and that one. Because <laughs> I was like, some sort of dick song. <laughs> See, I, I'm upset because this is going to ruin my book, the train. Uh, because personally, it's not my favorite uh, Ween song uh, off this record. Will, you don't have to worry about it because nothing is real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, Paul just broke through the other side. Boognish rating? It's just. It's not real. Oh, it's no. intersubjective reality. Oh, we all agreed we that we're going to give Boognish rating, but it's not real. It's like nation states, Will. Oh no. Or any ism. It's We've not lost real. Paul. We oh, I like bring... where we're going. Oh. Radiation is real. You know? The idea of. Democracy is made up. Oh no! Here we go. Well, how do you feel about Mr. Richard Smoker? Uh, it was back to back. It was the other song that was the pee uh, break. Pl- yeah, during my pee break. <laughs> it was a long pee break. Um, no, I, yeah, I think it's fun. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's again, it's not one of my. I think it's uh, silly and not one of the ones that like hits home. Right. And there's yeah. other ones on this record that do. I think that um, also the idea of there being professional studio musicians who are just like so good and then like this is what they're doing, um, that makes me laugh really hard. Yeah. yeah. I love that, uh, what is it, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh no, Paul's brain is coming into my brain. Yep. Oh no, chemtrails, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe. I mean, I don't believe in chemtrails. <laughs> I just don't believe in democracy. <laughs> but that's, I think, one of. I love that idea. Well, they also weren't able to get all the musicians that they wanted because a lot of the songs in this record are blue, mm-hmm. and a lot of these guys couldn't uh, faithfully. Play tracks. On, yeah, sure. Play on tracks they couldn't believe. Yeah, sure. They fucking hate women wearing pants and abortion. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I most can't women, play a song about a dick. Wear, most women wear pants when they get abortions, right? Yes, yes, yes. You cut out the middle. You get your. They're called your abortion pants. You get them in the same. Put on track. your abortion pants and get to the clinic. Yeah, H and M sells them in the corner. That's great. They're mostly red. Oh my god. What? Um, uh, what's your name? Where is it? And they say, I've never. <laughs> uh, if you listen to uh, Gene Ween, Aaron Freeman was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, and he did a 45 minute interview. Uh, and he talks for a good chunk of uh, that episode about the recording of this record and the stories that they were hearing from other artists. And he talked about Leonard Cohen coming to Nashville uh, to record and. Uh, it's a good story for you to listen to. I gotta go back and listen to that. Bibbidi babu, Mr. Evan Kaufman. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry. Hard to, hard to follow that up. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Fun. Uh, <laughs> it's like the weirdest Muppets song I've ever heard. Um, what? So, what's going on with the dark meat thing? You guys hear that? <laughs> hey, honey buddy. My wife just walked in. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> this is 
got off the rails so hard. <laughs> um, uh, well, I think it's just, I don't know. I think, I think it's he's talking dick. about black dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. What do you think? Right. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Uh, who is this guy? Why do they hate him so much? Do they hate him? Or do they love him? Yeah. Interesting. They wrote a song about him. Yeah, but they don't, uh, it's not a very flattering song, I wouldn't think. Well, in some ways, I suppose it is. He sounds like he's a fun guy <laughs> to hang out with. Throwing cocaine with the boys. That's right, yeah. Little kids on crystal meth again. <laughs> what is going on with Ween and little kids? It's part of the exper- human experience. <laughs> <laughs> Being a child. <laughs> Jesus, Evan, it's not that hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I will say I really did enjoy uh, like all the intros. The bibbly boops uh, are really fun, and I feel as if I love when you do that. Um, I feel as if. Will that should be the intro for your reel, or oh, potentially yeah. like the music that just Mr. Richard Smoker? No, just no, the bit of and then right into Will Nunn's. Uh, but deep down, I know that that song is Richard Smoker, and it's not one of my faves. No, why'd you pick it? Uh, because I wanted to get into the controversy. We were talking about uh, some of the oh. uh, the themes of homophobia sure. that perhaps run through yes. this record. They're, they're, uh, and this is one that. You know, yeah. This feels again like a '90s relic in the yeah. way mm-hmm. that yeah. this was funny then. I mean, it wasn't, but it was. You know what I mean? Like right, this right. was the kind of thing that I feel like if I was 13 or whatever, I'd be yeah, like, dudes kissing. Yeah, ridiculous, fucking smoking, Richard smoker, dick smoker. Oh, I get it. Um, um, you know, there's I, something uh, about that. It's it's an interesting. It's interesting now, especially too, I think, because like that freedom to be that way and to be stupid and to like write a silly song about something like that, I think, I don't know, is it gone or is it just different now? Well, it's, I think it is different. I don't know. It's also, you, it, it is like a younger, Yeah. it feels younger. Um, I was saying when you were um, under, under the headphones mm-hmm. um, that I think it's, for me, the thing that stands out is that like this is a very immature song that's done by very professional, great musicians. Yeah, yeah. which I think is really which funny. Is funny. Yeah, um, but I don't know. <laughs> um, I think in the '90s, like mm-hmm. not, and even past the '90s, yeah. um, you know, it, okay, it's different now than it was then. Obviously, you you shouldn't just call something gay to mean it's bad. Yeah, I think that. Dudes are a little bit more open and vulnerable, hopefully, in some parts of the world. And like being seen as a gay person is not a bad thing for either a man or a woman. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I just think it's interesting because songs like this, I wonder how like our generation or the people who are younger than us will write a song like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you write like an anti establishment fuck around song mm. um, that's like kind of goofy? Um, when, you know, some of that stuff is taken off the table. Maybe it's more about, like, you know, uh, punching up than punching down kind of thing. Yeah. And I think I think Ween gets a pass, and only because they grew up in New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is, you know, it's like the Pennsylvania version of P-Town. Yeah. It is a huge, uh, vibrant gay community Interesting. down there. And it's part and of the And this is the theme song of the town. Yeah, I mean... You know, they wrote a song called the AIDS HIV song, mm-hmm. uh, which is just saying the words AIDS HIV over carnival music. Interesting. And it's not about, uh, it wasn't uh, making fun of AIDS. Yeah. You know, this, I don't think deep down the song is about 
hate. Yeah, I don't think it's about. It was interesting. This song to me is much more of a Katie Ween pick because we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. because it does have the like. Oh, 100%. Carnivals in town. They have a whole, you could make a whole playlist of like their various carnivals. Yeah. That's Katie's sex mix. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's do our bootness rating. Yeah. Oh, boot night. Yeah. Also, Paul, what's going on with you right now? You. I think I'm on a lot of pain. Yes. Um, and it's like starting to really kick in. Yeah, I just, I haven't eaten since like eight. Yeah. Uh, I've been eating these little squares, the little, uh, cereal, what, cereal squares. Yeah, yeah. Shout uh, out also, cereal your squares. forearms are so tan. It's incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. the Red Rocks tan right, right there. Yeah, anyway, yeah. book nine. I do that. I'd show that the guns are just to intimidate cookie jar. Yeah. <laughs> It's working. Yeah. That or the vacant look. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah. I took a picture missed, of you. Yeah, I, think I you took know. a picture of you doodling right now, yeah. and it's very funny yeah. to me. You've missed. Um, you've missed. I came off the rails completely. <laughs> I was like not making any sense. Yeah, you yeah. saw when I tried to do the Osiris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm talking about what I missed. You look like you've been kept in a sanitarium for like the last ten years. rating number one. I'm you, holding you. How do you feel about democracy? No, 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 no. I'm holding you. Let's keep. I'm holding you. Uh, I I really like this one. I give this one four bagels uh, out of five. Really nice. like this song. Nice. Really four boogs. We should have played. You were the fool. Really. I know. Yeah. I, I, no, but it. he said it. He's, yeah. yeah. He, he Wrap knew. up with it. Uh, number two, Piss Up a Rope, our fan pick. Oh, I liked Piss Up a Rope. Uh, I feel like I have a turd with a paddle, um, <laughs> or a paddle with a paddle with a turd. Uh, I'm gonna give that one 3.5. Yeah. 3.5. That's higher. That's higher than I thought that it might be. But I enjoyed that. Uh, Paul's pick this week: Japanese cowboy. Oh, tough one. I, I'll give this <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, toughy. Uh, because this song was fine, but Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't remember any of this. I can't Paul. believe he gave it a five. <laughs> 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 um, I, I'll give this one a three point seven. Ooh, oh, that's, dude, that's a, that's right on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, my pick. It's a good song. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's a well written song. My pick this week, Mr. Richard Smoker, The Audible. This is tough because, <laughs> in some ways, like it's you know I'm not a big carnival music guy, as Katie has found out as we've gone through this podcast. Like, Disappointing to yeah, say yeah. the least. But the Scooby Bob Oops, I really like. It sounds like a um, terrible '70s sitcom, um, you know, or like uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole from um, Rick and Morty got his own show. It also <laughs> sort of um, it reminds me a little bit of Oingo Boingo which I also really love. <laughs> I love Oingo Boingo. That, it's a dead man's party? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oingo Boingo is great. They've got some great yeah, tracks. Pots and pans. Mm. <laughs> Weird science. Uh-huh. Um, I will give this one 3.5 as well. 3.5? Yes. Uh, Evan... You should listen to the country album. There's a couple really great songs like, yeah, like You're the, the Fool. Like the ones we didn't play. Pretty yeah. Girl. Why yeah. did we not play any of them? The, the show devolved into something different. Sure. Um, we can't predict what's going to happen. Yeah, no, in a lot of ways, like a great night out at a country What party. do you know? It starts there? out beautifully, and then some guy with a giant beard and his hand all bandaged up gazes at you for a while and you're like what's that guy thinking? What do you know about intersubjective reality? Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Well, country great. Find us on all those uh, social medias. We never plug anything.
This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.